0: Hey Casey and Matthew. So this is like the fourth time I've recorded this because I keep on going on way too long and nobody wants to hear that but my bad take is that Christmas trees are way too much work. You only leave it up for a month and it takes what like four hours to set that thing up? No, I, I have better things to do with my time than sit there and take ornaments out of boxes and put them up on the tree, and God forbid you have Hallmark ornaments, because you got to use the Hallmark ornaments, because those are the ones that somebody gave you for a gift. Nobody's going out and buying themselves a Hallmark ornament. you got to take it, take the Hallmark ornament out of the bin, the box that you have it in, take the ornament out of the box in the clamshell packaging, take the ornament out of the clamshell packaging, put the ornament on the tree, and then put the clamshell packaging back in the box, and put that box in the bigger box. And then you sound like Yzma, and that's just not the vibe at Christmas, so that's, that's my rant. Christmas trees are way too much work, and I refuse to have one. Hey, what up? This is Becca. I'm hanging here with my sister, Hannah. And uh, we're here to give some hot Christmas takes while we drink out of our tacky Christmas wine glasses. Hannah, what does yours say? Mine says... Dear Santa, just bring wine. Becca, what does yours say? It says you're slaying like a, like a sleigh. There's a sleigh on the wine glass. Yeah. <laughs> so we're ready. We're here to give you um, our best hot takes. Okay, so here's hot take number one. Everybody loves to rag on the song Silent Night. They're like, oh, Jesus was a baby. He was loud. Everything was loud. It wasn't silent. Yeah, we know that. We are talking, this is, this is before, I guess it's Christ now. So you're (laughs) zero AD. Of course it's loud. Okay, we get it. You can have, it's called artistic license, okay? If you don't love that song, if you don't sing that song on Christmas Eve and cry a little bit as the candle wax runs down your fingers, Mm. then i i almost question your <laughs> salvation at that point truly hannah yeah. what's your what's your update? yeah going off of that people love especially this year to hate on the song mary did you know of course she knew the angel told her blah 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 guess what guys i love that song is yeah. it cheesy yeah but Absolutely. it's like the perfect 90s christian ballad and and let me tell you this surely mary didn't know everything in that song that the lame would leap The blind would see. She didn't have specific details of Jesus' miracles, so no. She probably didn't know. Gabriel did not put that in the footnotes. No, he just said, you know, you'd be called blessed. Yeah. um, This is different, but I think is equally as important, Mm -hmm. is um, guess what, Reformed Christian Theo bros? I'm going to look hot on Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve, okay? Listen... I'm bringing my best for baby Jesus, and it's oh, going to yeah. be church appropriate, but I'm going to look hot, and everyone has to deal with it. Yeah, it's the time for lipstick, a little extra eyeliner. Some glitter, even. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah glitter yeah. eyeshadow. Oh, well, sure, sure, sure. Um, going off a different theme, another hot take. Um, listen up, neighbors. No one likes those ginormous bins of popcorn. You cannot possibly eat it all before it goes stale. Disgusting. It gets stuck in your teeth. No one wants that. I would rather take the cash you spent on that popcorn (laughs) than the tin itself. You know what people do want? Homemade bread. This is a real story. My mom would make bread for people. Like a good homeschool mom. From, get this, wheat we bought in case of, you guessed it, Y2K. Mm. It's still good. It's sealed, right? This whole grain wheat, people. She bakes it for our neighbors. One year, she got sick around Christmas, and she didn't bake <laughs> it. And it was like, the neighbors were like, revolted. They're like, what happened to the bread? Are we getting the bread? See, that's the people it was, want. It was like lame is up in this business. Yeah, no one cares if they don't get popcorn. They care about the homemade bread. Yeah. Well, that's... I think that's it. That's those our are our hard takes. Hot takes yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. The old building of <laughs>
1: So, Casey, I'd like for you to just imagine for a moment, if you will, that you are 63 and a half years old. Okay. And I come to you from the future. <laughs> I step out of the DeLorean. Okay. I come to you from the future, and I say...
2: Wait. I'm 63 and a half, but you're coming to me from the future. There's
1: there's multiple timelines here. That's okay. It's confusing. Okay. Uh, Am I Matthew Prime? Am I even real? (laughs) Are other people real? Who's to say?
2: Okay, you're coming to me from the future.
1: And I say to you, hey, Casey, uh, I don't mean to alarm you, (laughs) but uh, tomorrow a well-known Hollywood celebrity (laughs) is going to openly proposition you on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) And you're married right and this is not something you're going to act on <laughs> so there's no there's no danger there okay but you're also human <laughs> okay <laughs> and we'd be remiss right how about that word we'd be remiss if we didn't at least allow for just a little secondary benefit here <laughs> to the old psyche <laughs> you know it's human nature to just say oh somebody likes me that's cool
2: yes okay
1: you know, and if this is a Hollywood celebrity that likes me, oh, wow, I mean that makes me feel makes me feel pretty good about myself,
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: okay, so
1: then then you know human nature will go even further, and you'll start wondering oh, who is it? <laughs> so who is it you'll start you start thinking about it. just thinking <laughs> which which a lister is into me, and you'll start going through the then you'll ask like, well, is it somebody young? And I'll say, no, it's somebody a- about your age, okay roughly your age at 63 and a half okay so it's... maybe your kids are watching toy story and you start thinking well tom hanks and tim allen they both i wonder if it's one of those guys
2: wait um... <laughs> so it's not somebody who's my age now It's somebody who's 63 and a half when yeah, i'm 63 and, half, are... 63 and a half but they're still 63 so I've moved forward in age Everyone else has stayed the same just... Including
3: my kids Watching Toy Story Okay this is... Okay
2: I was hoping I would get to like Be like oh cool It's Chris Evans or, or I don't know Who's my age They all seem really young <laughs> okay keep going
3: <laughs> you're
1: 63 and a half and it's 15 year old timothy chalamet
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you're still wondering like who is this you know is it uh you know you go through the a-listers and you go down a level and you're sort of thinking like is it tom is it tom cruise I'm like nah he's too creepy he's probably just gonna scream at me because i'm not wearing a mask <laughs> so then you <laughs> finally because come i'm back. taller than him <laughs> By a foot. (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm height shaming already. uh, So you you come back to me and you say, "Hey, time traveler Matthew, uh, you got to tell me like who is this celebrity (laughs) that's going to proposition me? Is it Clooney? I mean, he's pushing sixty. It's got it's it's Clooney, isn't it?" (laughs) And I say, "No, it's Tom Arnold." (laughs) And you say, who?
2: I mean, I'd probably just be happy for the attention either way.
1: (laughs) So, Tom Arnold uh, uh, took a break from his busy schedule of (laughs) replying to every single Trump tweet Mm -hmm. and cashing his Roseanne residuals. And got, uh... Wait, got...
2: is that Tom Arnold?
1: From yep. Was Roseanne? He was... Yep. Okay. Was he, wait, was he actually on Roseanne, or did he just date Roseanne?
2: I think that's the on, one.
1: He was on Roseanne, wasn't he? We
2: gotta, I, got, look, I, I, I gotta yeah, look it
1: <laughs> up. <laughs> look it up for him. <laughs> I feel like he was on there for a while.
2: <laughs> I wasn't
1: allowed to watch Roseanne.
2: Oh, shocker. Me neither. <laughs> Oh man.
1: I feel like she had him on the show when they were dating. We
2: are uh, we are on it with the pop culture.
1: <laughs> we definitely are.
2: <laughs> I can't find it.
1: Was Tom Arnold on Roseanne? I was let's just pause the entire podcast. Let's let's figure this out.
2: They were married at some point. Uh He was a writer for it but no he wasn't an actor
1: yeah he was oh okay it says he wrote himself into the show as the character Arnie Thomas
2: classic classic man
3: move I'm gonna write (laughs) myself in
1: (laughs) I like it that his name was a pun on his actual name of Tom Arnold
2: (laughs) So clever.
1: Comedy Gold.
2: <laughs> okay, sorry about that. We got no, distracted. It's fine. <laughs> we can take all that out. Tom Arnold, Roseanne, got it. Okay.
3: Yeah. So he so, took uh, a break yeah. from
2: his schedule.
1: <clears throat> and uh got, got thirsty for Beth Moore <laughs> for the world to see.
2: <laughs> he did. He really did.
1: So, um I'm sure, you know, we've we've got some thoughts about this. <laughs> but I would like to begin the episode with a little segment I like to call "Which Celebrity Should Beth Moore Date?"
2: <laughs> okay.
1: So I'm just going to throw some celebrities out. Okay. Uh, and we'll just imagine what it would look like if they were hitting on Beth Moore.
2: <laughs> Are we doing impressions? I'm just going to give you a little. By we not, not you. F-
1: <laughs> not full. I'm just going to give you a little taste. Okay. A little, little, little dollop little little morsel of what that might look like.
2: Okay. I'm ready.
1: <clears throat> okay. You know who hey, hey Casey, you know who Beth Beth Moore should date? <laughs> she should date Liam Neeson. <laughs> and I think as I pull his picture up surreptitiously, I
4: think that would look a little bit like this. I tell you one thing. If it's money you're looking for, I don't have it. But what I do have is a very lonely heart. And Matthew makes me sound like a leprechaun
1: when he does my voice. I also have some lucky charms. <laughs> Sorry, Liam. <laughs> Uh, actually, I missed the easy joke there. He, all he's got to say is, "Beth, I'm taken with you. <laughs>
3: Forgive me, love. I'm taken." Okay. All right. So hard to uh, resist,
2: you... honestly. <laughs> A man with an accent.
1: <laughs> um. So you know who else should, should? You know who else should go after Beth Moore? Beth Moore should date Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Cowboy Jeff Bridges. Okay. And, you know, Casey, I think you're wondering, what would that look like if Jeff Bridges was hitting on Beth Moore? I think it would look a little
4: bit like this. Oh. <laughs> now, Bethany, we're going to take you to the Bojangles. We're going to get you a sausage biscuit. <laughs> And a bacon biscuit. And a Bowberry biscuit. (laughs) Gonna dip the biscuits in the gravy. And I'm gonna say, little girl, you gonna eat that. Because I do love it. What did you say your name was? (laughs) That
2: is...
1: That's that's horrifying. You don't have to say it was good. No,
2: it was good. <laughs> I think I watched True Grit this year. So I love that movie. Oh, I, I it's, so that movie. it's so good. It's so good.
1: And it's so much better. Ba- I don't say this very often with the remakes. It's so much better than the original one. <laughs> <laughs> but, I haven't seen uh, the original. Yeah, the, the, the John Wayne thing, you know, he's a he's very, he's very specific taste. Mm-hmm. And I just... In that in that role, I like Jeff Bridges a little more. Okay, um, so you know who else would be an interesting uh, celebrity matchup for Beth Moore? Uh, a celebrity that only two of our listeners know who he is.
2: I hope I know.
1: But, but shout out to these those two listeners because they seem to like it when I do this voice. Uh, Garrison Keillor. <laughs> Sure Their ages Beth match Moore up. No
2: knows, knows who he is, though.
1: <laughs> no one knows who he is, which makes it even better because I'm going to do the voice anyway. Okay. I think if Garrison Keeler was flirting with Beth Moore,
4: it would look a little bit like this A fortnight ago, <laughs> I was perusing the Twitter sphere. As I often do in the waning of the autumn, as the rays of the amber warmth die upon the frost-covered hills, when, perchance, I stumbled upon the pugilistic and colloquial stylings of one Beth Moore. and I said, Who is this flaxen-haired maven? Of evangelicalism. <laughs> Who is this sexagenarian siren? This Boudicca? This Joan of Arc? The June Carter Cash of theology? I said to myself, I shall have her. <laughs> I shall love her. <laughs> okay.
3: That's-
4: that's creepy.
2: Here's the thing. Next time yeah. we're going to do Mad Libs. I want you to write a Garrison Keillor segment <laughs> first, and you'll have all the words that you need. Which
3: <laughs> is so his ahead of
2: many time. bizarre words in that 60 seconds.
1: I have to write his ahead of time cuz he's a he's a uh, a a wordster baiter, <laughs> like he likes to <laughs> He likes to just bring out the he likes to just bring out the vocabulary right there in front of you.
2: Oh, that's that's a good word. I like that word you just
3: made up. Okay, <laughs> that's
1: it. I, I was I was, was going to bring Alex Jones in, but my my throat's kind of hurting from Jones So we'll, I bet. we'll save Alex for later. <laughs>
2: That was beautiful. It would be hard to choose. So,
1: <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the thing that got this this whole thing started was Beth Moore did a tweet about <sighs> Trumpism, mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of went really well and really bad at the same time.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: So uh, I've talked for way too long. <laughs>
2: No, you haven't.
1: What what was your what was your reaction to seeing the thread?
2: Okay, so my reaction to seeing the thread was actually not anything fantastical because I don't know if that's a word. She has
1: Should we ask Garrison?
2: Basically. <laughs> she's, <queen. laughs> she's been saying this stuff, more or less, since mid
3: 2016.
2: Yep. So I I mean, I saw it and I liked it, but it didn't strike me as anything out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. But then it got so much traction. I guess maybe she said it in just whatever way it was worded, or maybe the timing of it, or maybe the people that saw it, the traction that it got was more than, you know, any of her other, her other statements have gotten about this specific subject so yeah when I saw it I mean it was like yeah Beth Moore doing what Beth Moore does which is just saying the truth (laughs) so but then it got you know a lot of a lot of uh, attention and people I even saw people that I knew who were like oh here's Beth Moore saying something I'm like (laughs) <laughs> you just haven't been paying attention <laughs> she's been saying this very clearly not just about not just about trumpism too she's been very very clearly addressing a lot of things that a lot of christians haven't been willing to to say not not christians a lot of white conservative christian leaders haven't been willing to say so I'm so thankful for her. (laughs) I think Tyler Huckabee, he quote retweeted it and he kind of summed it up really well. Just saying it's been so disorienting over the last four years to have so many Christian leaders and what they have been saying feels like the opposite of everything you heard growing up. Basically, he didn't say it in this many words. (laughs) I'm expanding Mm -hmm. on it, but then to have Beth Moore's voice, has it's like been grounding it's like yes, there are still people who are not going or who are who are going to to say the difficult things to their crowd to their crowd, you know
1: Tyler had a really a really good take on top of that too when he i don't think we're talking about the same tweet, but it was probably right after that where he said. He quote tweeted her again, I think, and said Beth is a conservative Christian she's a conservative evangelical uh-huh. speaking speaking truth that her side doesn't want to hear. And those of us who are not conservative need to figure out what the equivalent of this is and mm-hmm. speak it to our side too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a really good take.
3: Yes. Um Yeah. I Get agree.
2: To totally. <laughs> That's kind of what the person that I knew said. It's like it's someone, Beth Moore is not someone that they would even want to follow or listen to at, at this point in their lives. So they haven't been exposed to her. But, so what does that look like? Are other people saying this, though, and the people that you do follow this clearly? Not just not just dumping on Trump, but also, you know, she followed it up saying the answer is not that we all, you know, lose our minds over Biden. That's not the answer either. <coughs> So, sorry for the cough. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: on your on your anniversary of FSBT, I'm just going to have like oh, a video not. montage Stop. of you coughing. <laughs>
2: Stop. So mean.
1: <laughs> now, do you know how much work that would be?
3: <laughs> <To go back. laughs> I'd never do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I mean, I think that... You know, anyone who's listened to this podcast is not surprised that we we love Beth more and we respect her and appreciate her. And I think it was it was nice to see her get the attention that she did for the reason that she did, even though, of course, it came with, you know... I think she's kind of used to it, though. Just the pushback and the, the people who were... That, did you see the one tweet where the person was saying that her husband got paid to to... Yeah, that
1: was a great value brand. Jordan Peterson said that.
2: (laughs) Like her husband got paid to, but they were talking about Russell Moore, which is why she tweeted that she's not married to Russell Moore.
1: Everybody was doing the jokes, but I felt like the best joke that nobody did was like a play on the word (laughs) Paramore.
2: Well they're still tied, like, well, Matthew.
1: I was like, they're not married, they're just that's that's her paramour. <laughs> <laughs> but more M O O R E. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. But then the, the Tom Arnold thing was just surreal.
2: Yes. It really was. He, and he, he's, he's Jewish, I think.
1: Yeah. So the part that didn't make sense to me. Or actually, no, back it up. My favorite part of it, and this is just—I I think it's just like the Hollywood mindset—is not specific to Tom Arnold, but um, no. n- <laughs> was when he let it off by saying, "You, you may have heard that I'm single." Well, hey, Tom, what? Where was she going to hear this? <laughs> <laughs> like the the latest issue of Tom Arnold Quarterly, like. That's <laughs> delivered to her home? Like You what?
2: may have heard.
1: <laughs> you may have heard I'm single. In the,
2: the AARP catalog. <laughs> the, the celebrity <laughs> gossip section.
1: <laughs> and, uh... Then, like... I, the, the part that didn't make sense, too, was, like, the follow-up tweet where he said, uh, like, you wouldn't have to convert. And then he did the... Like, what? Like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like... <laughs> Do you think that like Judaism and Christianity are the same thing? Or like are you offering to convert to Christian what, what are you saying? Like
3: uh,
2: I don't
1: know. I, I mean I he was just it,
2: that thirsty enough, he was willing to compromise. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh. Uh
4: i mean
1: it's if if you if you're going to be given the premise hollywood actor flirts with theologian <laughs> i mean what, is, what, like 98 times out of 100 that's going to have to be beth moore
2: <laughs> oh absolutely like
1: who else would get flirted with in the theology realm
2: nobody <laughs> <laughs> nobody <laughs> uh,
1: I'm trying to I got now I'm actually trying to I didn't think about this beforehand, but now I'm actually wondering like what other the- I could see It would be like Kirsty
2: Alley adding Owen Strange Oh, oh.
3: <laughs> some horrible horrible oh. combination like that <laughs> I
2: was trying to think of like a, a decent looking well, guy which Owen is uh. but then somebody who would match his views well
1: uh, Kendra and I have a new role play for later
2: (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) that's horrible
1: (laughs) um let's see I'm gonna say oh no I can't do that (laughs) never mind
3: (laughs) right yeah
1: (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's silly. going after Al Moeller? Right, <laughs> nobody. Matthew. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm going to edit that out. So let <laughs> <laughs> just see what you would say.
3: Uh.
1: <laughs> um. Oh gosh, there's there's even worse jokes on that. We just need to move on. <laughs> so another did somebody just i I looked away did somebody just run in
2: please don't say that (laughs) no
1: no like i just looked up and i thought i saw something never mind
2: great thank you my house is haunted (laughs) it was a light or something nobody's in here
1: Okay, I thought it was a kid that ran in behind you.
2: I hope not.
1: Okay, My never mind.
2: Gosh.
4: <laughs> Sorry for God, the buzzkill.
2: terrified. <laughs>
1: you probably just turned your head and I, I saw your hair flick or
2: something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You were, you
1: were whipping <laughs> your hair back and forth. <laughs> what a horrible song.
2: <laughs> okay. So...
1: Yeah, that's perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait to wrap up that segment.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh before getting into housekeeping, uh I just I guess this is part of housekeeping. I have to say this. Uh as I was getting ready, I just uh, Kendra was exercising in, in the living room, <laughs> which is facing the Uh, where where i'm sitting and i just apologized ahead of time i said hey there's gonna be a lot of loud voices on this episode (laughs) and she said like who and i said well like liam neeson and she said that guy from the movies (laughs) i was like yeah and she doesn't know who anybody is she's not big on pop culture (laughs) and uh she's like that guy from the funny movies with the weird nose (laughs)
3: What was she talking about
1: (laughs) exactly exactly i just gave her the look like help me like just help me here and she said oh the guy that's in all those those uh movies that you and by the way like i don't watch movies i haven't watched movies (laughs) since like 2013 okay (laughs) and i finally narrowed it down guess who she was talking about in her mind that she thought was Liam Liam Neeson? Neeson i don't know Owen Wilson. <laughs> I said, "Are you kidding me?" Like the Can guy you was do like,
2: "Owen Wilson."
1: Not really. It's just, it's just like, wow. <laughs> which immediately got me thinking about Owen Wilson as the lead in Taken, which would be incredible. <laughs> got my daughter. Wow. I mean, I'm gonna have to like kill you or
2: something. <laughs> Oh, that's really good I f-
1: but i finally had to show her a picture of liam neeson and she was like oh yeah that's not the guy from the funny movies no, it's not. And i was like no it is not
3: <laughs> i love it
1: so i i just i feel like now liam neeson and owen wilson should just switch roles and everything
3: <laughs> oh i
2: haven't so, seen but- owen wilson in a movie in a while so And I guess I haven't seen Liam Neeson in a movie.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: listen, I will. I will always defend the movie "The Gray" with Liam Neeson.
3: I don't think uh, I know that one.
1: uh, He's in a plane crash, and the wolves the wolves attack. (laughs) But it's just like an incredible man movie of like your uh, your plane crashes in Alaska, and you're fighting wolves hand to hand. I mean I feel like your your dad would probably enjoy that movie I'm
2: sure he would <laughs> I would not
1: but I would also especially watch that especially there are bears I don't think there's any bears in the movie <laughs> I-, I would absolutely watch the heck out of that if Owen Wilson had to fight wolves
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: wow so you're like a like a big dog <laughs>
1: wow
3: <laughs>
1: biting me and <in> it
3: hurts
1: <laughs> so anyway shout out to kendra
3: yes <clears throat>
1: okay i have a i have some housekeeping i did i just forgot to tell you about this was like a late breaking one okay we got a uh i have a special shout out i mean i don't know i can just assume these people are baptists because i don't i'm i don't need to identify them so usually when that's the case it's baptist uh <laughs>
3: okay but
1: i will just say sh- shout out to the people listening uh from a christian school <laughs> whose mascot is the tritons
3: <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was told if I just say that they will know who they are without, Shout out to having, to, without having to dox them, because that's really what you want in a, in a podcast: is you want listeners who are ashamed to listen to you,
2: <laughs> who are scared they're going to get in trouble at school.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, nah, I don't think th- I don't think they're actually ashamed, but I didn't want to didn't want to throw their school name out there and get in trouble. So shout out to you guys. What's up, guys? Also, uh, we got a couple new patrons. We want to say hello to Austin and Zach. Thank you guys for signing up yes, to support us.
2: Thank you guys.
1: Uh, I don't think we have anything going up on Patreon. Patreon this week uh, I had something last week. We'll probably have something on the next next episode go up. Yes. We, uh, we shoot for like every every other week or so, putting something up on on Patreon. Usually just like a little bonus segment or something like that. Yes. All right, I'm really talking a lot this episode. This, this is, I'm enjoying this is gross.
2: it. I'm enjoying it.
1: So, uh, uh,
2: you know, there are certain questions you can ask me or things we could talk about. You know, you could just get me going at any time. Be like, "Hey, about that prevent defense," and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that thing." <laughs>
1: Actually, I think what I'm going to do to get you going is I'm just going to I'm just going to start telling you everything I think about parenting. I think you should. Cuz you you love it when when a guy just <laughs> tells you what parenting's all about.
2: I do. I love it. I love it so much. Put it on Twitter, please. Looks like search deep down in your heart for your deepest wound. Turn that into an idea and then tweet it. <laughs> That's what you should do.
1: <laughs> or i could take my old wounds and just (laughs) make jokes about them
2: that's a better idea actually (laughs)
1: which is kind of what i've done since like
2: 2015
1: (laughs) so Uh, shout out to the homeschool crew and all the tweets that have some truth in them (laughs) (laughs) Okay, also some truth in this, we have to do a formal, uh, I have to do a formal podcast apology to listener Jacob at Gym City Jacob, who I will dox uh, and say his name because I need to formally apologize because <laughs> he is on a, uh, a long running quest to receive credit and if Fun Sexy Bob's time, we give credit where credit is due and when we can remember to give credit. <laughs> uh, he is the one that dug out the uh, finalist for Tweet of the Year from Christianity Today. Porn makes it harder. <laughs> he he caught that tweet and capped it and sent it to us bef- right after or before they, they took it down. Yes. So they took the tweet down. He is the reason that tweet made it into the competition, made it into the finals. Uh I I love that tweet so much. And I love I love Jacob. Yes. So much. I called him a marvelous rascal on Twitter. Um <laughs> uh,
2: That's a great thing to be called.
1: <laughs> uh that 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 title stands. So Jacob from our podcast to you marvelous rascal. We officially apologize for not giving you official credit for that tweet. Now you have and it. And thank
2: you for catching it
1: yes uh, that's a special that's a special thing when somebody caps a tweet before it gets deleted and sends it to you yes um, we've had that happen on multiple occasions it's it's just such a blessing
3: it's so
2: special it's that we forget to thank people for
4: it
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay final uh, final final entry of housekeeping uh, the bad christmas take contest is over We have our T-shirt winners. We need to say hello and thank you. Actually, you heard them at the beginning of the episode. Yes. Sarah, and actually, it was a tag team between Hannah and Becca. But we're just going to send the T-shirt to Hannah because I think Becca already has one. Yes. So Sarah and Hannah, winners of the fun, sexy Bible time T-shirts. Enjoy your your T-shirts that
2: you're embarrassed to wear in public.
1: So, uh, let's, let's, before we get into our bad Christmas takes, okay. uh, we should probably talk for a second about Sarah and Hannah's, which were both amazing. And Becca's. I love All them. of them were amazing.
2: They are so good. Uh, <laughs> Sarah just went hard on probably one of the most beloved traditions of Christmas, which is having a Christmas tree and decorating it. <laughs> She just... You know, it's too much work for her, which I appreciate. Probably if Danny didn't do every single thing related to Christmas decorations in this house, I would feel the same way. But he does everything. I think I hung up, like, two ornaments. That's it. (laughs) We have, like, a family tree, and the kids do that, and I take pictures of them doing that, and then I try to get a few up before it's done, but yeah, he does it all, so... (laughs) Also... He buys Hallmark ornaments for himself. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> what can I say? I'm married to one of those.
1: <laughs> I listen. These are the kind of things you can do when you when you sell out in ninety seconds. <laughs> Shout out to Danny.
2: Yeah, awesome. yeah. That was that was. He had so much confidence that it was gonna sell out quickly. I guess just because he saw all the social media, like got tagged and stuff, and he was so confident. And so I would, oh, man, I'm like, how, I don't think I've ever been that confident about anything in my life. is beautiful. I'm just adjacent to it.
1: <laughs> so we're talking. Can we say what we're talking about? The yeah, ending, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He had his ass. He had a. Star Wars Celebration happens every two years and obviously this year it got cancelled and he was, he had already been accepted to the art show last like last year because of how the timing works so they decided to do a virtual art show but the prints, they always limit the prints to 250 uh, and he sold out in a minute and a half so that is awesome (laughs) incredible I'm so proud. The amount of dopamine right. just flowing through <laughs> our house today.
3: <laughs>
1: All right. I wanted to say something about uh the the Lady Stones. Yes. as I call them.
2: <laughs> that is an um. interesting nickname. Okay. It
1: it sounds kind of like halfway inappropriate, but you can't figure out why. They also had for this podcast. amazing
2: takes. Just so grumpy. I yes.
1: I mean, without like listing all of their takes, can I just say that Becca busting out the Gwen Stefani voice <laughs> to to own the Silent Night haters. <laughs> Was not prepared for it, but was glad she did it.
2: I think my favorite was that Becca is going to look hot on Christmas Eve, and you just better deal with it. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm going all out.
1: <laughs> as as three dozen Theo bros look up her profile to see where she goes as to they church. they should be. well you just said who's got that kind of confidence and then you just answered your own question Becca has that much (laughs) confidence
2: (laughs) (laughs) there have been days where I'm like on my Instagram stories and Becca has she's like does a lot of talking stuff I can't listen to all of them because of the kids always around over my shoulder but sometimes she'll have like a beautiful full face of makeup on. And it's inspired me sometimes to, so like, I'm going to go put makeup on. Look how nice she looks. <laughs> <laughs> I have nowhere to go today. Whatever. Who cares? I want to look as nice as Becca.
1: <laughs> Very good. I-, I loved listening to them so much.
2: It was really fun.
1: Yeah. The back and forth. Uh, it went it went in hard on the popcorn tins, though.
2: <laughs> you know who loves popcorn tins, and that's my children. Hmm. Because kids don't have standards when it comes to food, so stale popcorn is just as good as fresh popcorn, <laughs> and they they don't care. They really do not care. It's the best because you can just it it lasts forever. So it's like, this snack just lasts and lasts and I don't have to go back to the pantry to get another thing to unwrap.
1: Well, and then they'll just leave it leave it uncovered and it doesn't matter because it's already still. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they'll just walk by and grab a handful of it.
2: <laughs> I can say oh. that if Becca's mom gave me fresh bread, I would keep that from them because they wouldn't be able to appreciate it. They could have the popcorn and I get the fresh bread.
3: Mm.
1: yeah that does sound good all right so are we ready
2: yeah am i ready to share something that annoys me (laughs) (laughs) when am i not ready for that
1: i mean i listen i've talked way too much i just i just want you to take over the podcast for a little bit you want me
2: to go first well i only have two I'm sure I can come up with more after you say yours, and I think of more. Okay. (laughs) First one, um, if you don't... This is actually mainly geared towards corporations who are marketing during this time. (laughs) Okay. The 12 days of Christmas is not the 12 days leading up to Christmas, okay? So don't be like, hey, it's our 12 days of Christmas sales before Christmas, no, if you don't know what it is, don't reference it. The twelve days of Christmas, day one is Christmas Day, and then it goes for twelve days, and then it's Three Kings Day, and it just annoys me. Ignorance annoys me, <laughs> uh, especially when you're like just saying something to make a buck. Those twelve days of Christmas get two free lipsticks on second day of
3: Christmas. <laughs>
2: Anyways. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not disappointed <laughs> in this segment.
2: Okay. Tell me one of your. I think, honestly, that wasn't even a bad take. That's a great take. What's one of your bad slash great holiday takes?
4: Okay. Uh,
1: I've. I'm just asking the question here. <laughs> are we sure old Christmas songs are good?
2: Uh, I think it's hit or miss. Not all of them. Some of them.
4: I mean, which ones maybe, do you have
2: beef with? Probably just, anything yeah. that's a hymn. I know that. I, I do listen. you hate Silent Night? <laughs> <laughs> I don't.
1: I mean, I don't know that new Christmas songs aren't better. Can we
4: throw that out there?
2: Okay. You have to give examples. New to me is like, what, since 1995 or 2015? I don't know.
4: Yeah,
1: Like, uh, you know, post 1700. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all the Christmas songs we have are super old.
2: Right. But it's because there's so much nostalgia attached to them, right?
1: Yeah, but okay, Christmas so here's the about test. Christmas is
2: tradition. And- here's the test. Okay. When
1: you... When you listen to the radio or Spotify or whatever, and you hear a Christmas song, it's just a cover of an old Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Don't you kind of just tune out at that point?
2: It depends on if it's a good cover or not, right?
1: Well, like I, when I hear a Christmas song that I don't recognize, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm always intrigued of like, oh, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. this is cool. Like, what, what am I listening to here? Okay. But whenever it's just, um, you, know, you know, deck the halls by Florida Georgia line, it's like, you know, I don't need this. <laughs> sorry. No,
2: you definitely don't need that.
1: <laughs> you know, or uh, you know, sorry, by any of the, the new people, like uh <laughs> you know, I uh, frick, I don't know. The weekend, Taylor Swift. <laughs> the weekend like... does
2: not have a Christmas album. <laughs> It's called Banging on Christmas Eve. No, um... (laughs) I think that... Here's the thing. Christmas is all about nostalgia and tradition and you hear these songs from the time you are, you know, alive and then you get older and once you get older it's harder to adapt to adopt new things right yeah like we still listen to music from 2005 on a regular basis <laughs> because we're getting yeah. older so i think it's just harder for christmas to like new christmas songs to break through
4: yeah
1: okay so like the the brandon heat song the night before christmas uh-huh. uh a couple years ago not a couple years ago it's probably been seven or eight years at this point but remember when the goo goo dolls came out with that song better days yeah. And it was like, it was like kind of a a big deal because it was a Christmas song that was new. Uh And I was like, oh, like this this is awesome. Right. And, uh, but then like every, like all just the recycled ones, it's like, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, some of them are good. I'm just saying, I don't think we have enough new Christmas songs.
3: Yeah.
2: I think that people do try, but they just don't make it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we're very... Stuck in our ways.
1: Yeah, yeah. I will say for King and Country do a good job because they have some really creative arrangements for some of their. Talking about a lot Christmas of people
2: parks. they don't listen to.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, I forgot King and Country. They're they're Christian music, so you wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't listen to them. All right. Anyway, do you need me to go again, or you you want to go?
2: I'll give my second one. Okay. My second and final bad <laughs> slash great take. This is about... Okay. It really annoys me when... This is all about music. Uh, people are like, Why is that song reference scary ghost stories at Christmas? Like, the absolute most popular Christmas story besides the Jesus one, that's been made into movies and shows for a century, is a ghost story. A Christmas Carol. Like, how do people not make the connection? Right?
1: Also, It's a Wonderful Life is basically a ghost story.
2: Right?
1: He turns George (laughs) Bailey into a ghost.
2: I just read A Christmas Carol for the first time, probably. Maybe I read it in high school. I don't know. It's legit, like... It's not. It's it's got some scary parts. Not like scary. Like I was scared, but the descriptions and mm-hmm. stuff are kind of like this is a scary ghost story. Especially if you're a kid and you're like, hey, the ghost of Christmas Past is coming to visit you on midnight yeah. on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm reading it to my kids also. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just like. Okay. Just stop. Just stop for five seconds before you have to try and make a funny tweet. Scary ghost stories, Christmas. What? Is, how could those two be connected? Oh wait.
1: <laughs> okay, I hear your point, but I'm throwing the whole thing out. Okay, you're dis you're disqualified. Why? Because you use you use the wife making fun of her husband voice <laughs> leading off. <laughs>
3: What voice is whenever,
1: that? Whenever a wife is trying to make fun of her husband, I never she make uses fun like of the... my
2: husband. <laughs> How dare you? She that's uses, my Casey uses... making fun of men voice. <laughs> yes,
1: that's the generic man voice. The. There's two distinct voices here. It's the I'm a I'm a woman making fun of a man. This is what I sound like
3: and it's then true. the other one is
1: is the man making fun of the woman which sounds like this because you're just <laughs> nagging me all the time
2: Danny and I don't make fun of each other ever
1: well you and Danny are perfect I'm just
2: kidding <laughs> oh, we definitely do but not meanly just you know like nicely fun f- in a fun way
1: <laughs> good good safe. <laughs> Okay, I got two. One's stupid, another one's the other one's blazing hot. Okay, stupid one first. Yeah. Hey, can we move? Can we move the ding dang mistletoe up a couple feet? <laughs> 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 Enough said. Uh, okay, so here's my hottest one. Okay, bad Christmas take. Is Christmas Eve better than Christmas Day?
2: <laughs> Wait, after you get married, yes. <laughs>
3: Uh, um, uh,
2: I don't know. Not su- it's... not
1: sure I totally believe that one, by the way. <laughs> I've, s- I've spent some Christmas Eve's up late, late at night, putting some toy kitchens
2: together. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I don't know. I think of the whole, that whole thing as like a package time. So, I've never really evaluated is one better than the other i think i probably enjoy christmas eve more on as a whole
1: christmas day is pretty chaotic yes because like the the morning is fun with the kids but like as soon as that's over it's just like oh gosh Mm -hmm. here we go Mm
3: -hmm.
1: you got to do the 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 circuit of nobody wants to leave the house because everybody wants to stay and play (laughs) with their toys yes And you got to do the circuit of like seeing Uh maybe maybe you've got church that morning, and if you don't have church, then you got to see grandparents, and just go all around, yeah, to everything, and then you get back, and the
2: kids get really overstimulated, like
1: yeah, and they don't they don't eat well; they're eating a bunch of sweets, and then by about six o'clock, they're just insane. (laughs) But you don't get home until eight or nine.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that that is. I think you could definitely argue that Christmas Eve is better than Christmas Day. Yeah. Mm. At our church now, they don't they normally don't do a Christmas Eve service because we meet in a Seventh-day Adventist building. So the they do their Christmas Eve service then. So we just do like the Sunday before and that's like the Christmas service. So for the last few years we haven't had anything on Christmas Eve nothing and that's been so nice just really really yeah. nice because I used to like <laughs> not just go to Christmas Eve service but also like be a part of them and there were two of them so <laughs> yeah <laughs> I do not miss that <laughs> yeah, we, shout out to the worship meet- pastors out there who are doing <laughs> doing it I see you <laughs> We're,
1: and the regular pastors we're,
0: we're
1: among the most of the we're among the most pro-church of the Christian podcasts <laughs> just chock chock full of pro-church takes
2: oh man mm. Christmas Eve do you have traditions like Christmas Eve traditions
1: uh, not really. I mean, we we always like read the the Christmas story like out of the Bible at like, Christmas morning, mm-hmm. but uh, Christmas Eve sometimes like there's some years we've watched It's a Wonderful Life, mm-hmm. but um, it kind of just depends on like if you got like a baby, you know that'll it's break so that up. It's so
2: difficult to do anything with a certain age kids for sure. Yeah, Jane and I always wrap yeah. presents on Christmas Eve, all of them, after the kids are in bed, and we watch. National Impens Christmas vacation
1: Gotcha <laughs> Is that is that the one sorry this is sorry I'm 12 years old is that the one with the lady in the shower or is it the other one that has a lady in the shower and I'm not being a perv but I'm at my Christian college <laughs> we we're on a bus trip with the basketball team Oh
2: that's I think that's a that's a European vacation
1: Okay. Yeah, sorry. European sorry vacation has that.
2: full no. nudity in it. Christmas okay, vacation that's, does not.
1: That's the one <laughs> at my Church of Christ not college. Full nudity, you know what
2: I mean? Like boobs. Yeah.
1: They <laughs> somebody put it on like in the team bus when the basketball team we were on a road trip <laughs> <laughs> and didn't realize what was on it. <laughs> I mean, it's, and the coach the coach just looked up the coach was also like a pastor and he looked up and saw it and just had like a come apart <laughs> and the, what are you guys doing what is what kind of porn is it porn oh my god <laughs> it, was, it was amazing
3: uh, <laughs> no <sighs> sorry i just that made one. me think of that
1: <laughs> what are you guys doing what are what are you guys doing and then he put on what did he put on <laughs> I think, he, I think he made us put on Uncle Buck after that. Because <laughs> he liked the movie Uncle Buck. Good times.
3: you're like a like a big dog. <laughs>